Hey everyone, welcome back to day six of the 12 Days of Leadership. This is Leadership Unveiled, and my name is Kayla Fahey Arndt. I'm your host. Thank you so much for being here. This is my second time recording this. If you follow me on Instagram at KFA Consulting or at Leadership Unveiled on Instagram, you'll see my story that I recorded this entire thing one time already but my microphone was muted. Like the button right here was legit red the whole time. And I didn't notice. I even checked. It said my Yeti was connected, but no, it wasn't actually picking up any sound. So (laughs) just taking you all behind the scenes so far, I haven't had many hiccups. So day six is pretty good. We're halfway into the 12 days of leadership. Today's topic is going to be how to successfully delegate. So I actually have what I call the test method for successful delegation that I created myself. But before we dive in, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much. I have a goal to hit 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year. I'm at 807. We're doing well, doing well. We're picking up speed. If you can help me by subscribing, if you haven't already, hit the notification bell so you don't miss um, any content from me. Share the episodes. Tell your friends to subscribe. To subscribe. (laughs) I would love it, love it. That would be so great. Um, Give me some love on my other videos so that the YouTube algorithm's like, oh, I better show this to you other people. If you are listening on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. If you haven't subscribed on the podcast app you listen to, please do that so you don't miss any new downloads. And also leave a comment or a rating slash review for me if you haven't already. Please, I know there's more than 11 of you that have listened to this podcast and that's how many reviews I have so far. So I would love it because that also tells the podcast algorithms to share this out to new people. My goal in 2023 is really to grow my community because I really want to help more people. So I need to reach more people. Alrighty, day six of the 12 days of leadership. Let's get into it. The test method for successful delegation. So it is test, teachable, excited, strength, and try or willing to try. Well, before I go into the TEST, let me just preface this and say that I think there's a misconception out there that if you delegate, you should just like tell people what to do and then they should be able to just like go on their own and do the thing. So there's like no coaching or any um, guidance needed. That's incorrect. (laughs) The other school of thought is, oh my gosh, delegating is so much work. You know, I don't have the time or the energy, so it's just easier if I do it myself right now, which... Uh, yes, delegation is actually work. So they are correct with that mindset. However, what we know is that if we do take the upfront investment in people, be great people leaders, help them learn and grow, then we are freed up to do more value added things. And in turn, other people grow themselves and you help grow other leaders, right? And so if you listen to day one, we talked about 15 things leaders wish they knew sooner. And one of the things was leadership isn't about you. It's about other people and growing other people. So delegation, you can think of it as an opportunity to grow and develop your people and also create a succession plan, right? You should have a backup if you go out for a few days or for vacation or take a leave of absence or wanna be promoted into a new role. Like your goal is to replace yourself, right? And to leave a legacy. So that's why delegating is so important, but beyond it just being like a management task, the leaders know how to delegate in a way that's gonna help other people grow and it's gonna be easier. So this is a method to facilitate that. So test is teachable, excited, strength, and try or willing to. So the T stands for the person has to be teachable. If they aren't willing to learn, they are not your person. If you pick somebody who is not open to new ideas or to learning, it'll be like pushing a very, very large 
tire, <laughs> a truck tire or a huge boulder up a very, very steep mountain and you'll get mm, halfway and then it'll probably start to roll back on you and you'll be running in the other direction. You'll be running backwards. So you have to make sure the person's ready. And to assess readiness, you wanna listen for people who say things like, yeah, someday I would be really open if you showed me that. Or somebody who's always like open to learning new things or who's an early adopter of ideas. Not everybody is this way and that's okay. But you do want to begin with somebody who's open to learning. If they want to learn, they're a safe bet. So that's T, teachable. E is excited. They have to be excited about the things you're trying to delegate. Be open to noticing the types of people or the things your people enjoy doing. So I love asking the question, are you a people, process, or data person? And this helps me know what people are naturally drawn to. So it's a great to ask people which areas they're looking to grow in as well. So you can keep a log of people who are excited and teachable with the type of things they love to do. So some people keep an Excel document or a log or a list. I just usually remember in my mind, <laughs> but it just depends whatever works best for you. But when I would do one-on-ones with folks, I would ask them, are you a people processor data person? So for example, if somebody tells me they love data and Excel spreadsheets and they love numbers and everything, then I I'm going to be you know, scanning for tasks that maybe they could learn that have to do with spreadsheets. So for example, maybe next month when I do the finances, I'm like, hey, I think they might be interested. So I would approach them and say, hey, I know you've been willing to learn. I know you love data. Would this be something that you'd be interested in helping me with? And I could coach and support you through that. But at the same time, I wouldn't, if they say I'm a people person, I'm not scanning for Excel documents or data things. I'm going to look for people skills to train them in, right? So that that's sort of how I use my filter for who I delegate to. You want to match up the skill with the excitedness. All right, the S stands for delegate something in their strength. We are more productive and polished when we work in our zone of genius or our strength, right? Keep track of a person's strengths and ask people to take on new tasks or duties in an area they are good at first. Then, as they continue to show interest in growing, introduce them to areas outside of their comfort zone. So the idea with this is that we wanna breed confidence in individuals. So you don't wanna set up anyone for failure at the beginning, you wanna set them up for success. So go for something that is in their strength. Like, like I said, if they're good at data, give them a data skill, right? And let them hone that in. And if they do that a few times for you and you're feeling really comfortable, and they express continued interest to grow, that's when you say, hey, I noticed you've really mastered this skill. But to be a well-rounded leader, you've also got to have skills in other le leadership areas. I'm wondering, would you be interested in this task that's a little bit different, could be out of your comfort zone, but I'd be here to coach you and support you the whole way through. Is that something that you'd be willing to try? And that's how you can really get, give somebody you know, a confidence boost, build that confidence muscle, and then delegate in a something that's not as much of their strength, right? Okay, perfect. Last one in the test method is T, try. So they have to be willing to try new things, make mistakes and learn. If they are paralyzed to start, it will be harder to delegate and it will take more energy from you to coach. That's not always a bad thing. Just be clear that you want them to try and give it a shot. Perfection isn't key, it's progress. So like I said, everybody has a different level of support they're going to be needing for delegation. Some people are like, yeah, just tell me the end result 
and I'm gone. And some people are going to need like a step-by-step, here's how you would do it. So you need to be able to provide very clear direction. Like here's where we're at today. Here's the outcome I'm looking for. If it was me, this is how I do the process, but I'm comfortable with you kind of honing in your own way of doing things and giving it a shot. Why don't you try this task and then come back to me in about a week. We'll review progress and I'll give you some feedback and I'll keep supporting you along the way, right? You want somebody who's willing to say, okay, I'm going to give it a shot and then in a week let's come back and I'll show you what I've learned and what I've done so far but what you don't want to happen is you to teach coach and pass off a task and then the person doesn't get started because they're afraid or they're scared or they feel like it's not perfect so they can't get started right so you need somebody who's willing to lean in a bit now is it worth coaching people who need more detail need more support 100%. Those are going to be some of your best people, but just know that you are going to be needing to lend more support in those cases and those instances, and you need to be able to have the mental and the capacity, the, the capacity on your calendar to do that. So that might determine who you coach to, but don't shy away from people who need extra direction because they want to understand the why, the full process. Once they do, bam, they will take that task and they will go for it. Totally worth your up for an investment. Lastly, I just want to say, remember, if the person can meet the standard or do it 80% as good as you, this is a great opportunity to train, teach, and delegate. Like I said, you've had years to perfect this skill if you are thinking about offloading it or delegating it. So you can't expect the person the first time doing it to the same standard that you have. So if they can get the job done about 80% as well as you, I'd say go for it. That's something that you could be open to delegating. And you'll make your life so much easier if you use the test method for teachable, excited, strength, and try or willing to try because that way you're delegating to the right person at the right time instead of trying to push the huge boulder up a mountain and have it roll back on you only to fail and to never want to delegate ever again. All right, y'all. So if this was helpful for you, please like, subscribe, leave a comment in the show notes. If you're on the podcast episode, leave me a review about this. Let me know if you're going to try the test method or if you have tried it before and what you think about delegation. Is it worth it? Is it worth it for succession planning or is it just too much of a headache? All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here halfway through the 12 days of leadership. I'll see you tomorrow for day seven. Take care.